of Sultans of Slam podcast, talking about WWE and everything from around the uh, world of sports, entertainment, and wrestling. My name is Lee. I'm joined by Andrew. Happy New Year. Whoa! We're here in the uh, the what used to be the Ice Palace, I guess, as, as podcast yees go. Um, sitting at the table. It's a new setup, new microphone, new, new year. Yeah. New, same, new light. <laughs> same, yeah, new light, same bad raw. Uh, so I'm kind of out of the loop this week because I could not find <clears throat> a proper... <clears throat> way to watch Raw this week. Let's just say my usual uh, means of doing so were not there, and then I just procrastinated. And uh, now it's Saturday. But I did watch the uh, New Year's Eve edition of SmackDown. Might have been a better option. After going through that Raw and going back and like having PVR didn't watch yeah. it, it is terrible. So they recap a lot of Raw on SmackDown, but the cool thing that makes SmackDown just a more digestible product is its runtime. It's like an hour and ten minutes without commercials. So there's like NXT for as a as an example, they still have their little bits and pieces of promos and stories, usually pertaining just to the matches that are happening that night because nothing really matters. Like you have Dolph Ziggler versus Bo Dallas on this show. Like this is this is what we're talking about. Uh, and then they just get on with it, and it's over. And you're like, ah, yeah. I think it's that 20 minute opening segment that Raw always has that really just takes the wind out of its sails right off the bat. Like to just open a show with wrestling. The well, you, I, I don't know. <laughs> They used to do that, and that you know what, that was fine, and have the cut cut afterwards. But now they just want to try and start it off on a strong note. The problem is they haven't started it off on a strong note in a long time. There because is John Cena is no. Well, there's no, <laughs> there's no heat. Nobody yeah. has heat. It's hard to get behind Roman Reigns. It's hard to, right now. Vince McMahon is is trying to rekindle anything. Yeah. When it comes to, by virtue of the fact that he is there, uh, you yeah. Uh, so, you know what? Let's run it down. That, the, the point of this show is meant to be a raw review, and then we'll talk a little bit about SmackDown. And then talk briefly about uh, the year in memoriam, I guess. There's a couple moments or whatever that still, uh, I don't know, stand out to you. But let's... I didn't watch Raw, so you have, you have to lead the charge. Well, what Raw... What happened? <laughs> Why was it so bad? Well, Raw opens up with a, with a notoriously long and maybe even... More so boring than ever yeah. uh, intro with McMahon coming out. I mean, it was... It was a pretty good, you know, pop he got at the beginning because yeah. it's, it's McMahon. He's still going to get the pop. Yep. But when he comes out, he starts making comments about how he, you know, he has a good dentist after yeah. sustaining when a Superman he, punch. He two took weeks a Superman ago. punch to the face. That's right. But I mean, he, he carried seventy-year-old man. <laughs> it seemed like he carried the entire promo because he calls out Roman Reigns, and then Reigns is like, "Speak up, old man!" And yeah. it's just it's, it's it's that rebellious nature that even Dean Ambrose can carry better than Roman yeah. Reigns, and it, it, it's a very PG Austin. It, it's it's more like a a watered down John Cena that we're getting here. Reigns is better as an intimidator. He is not good as a. He's better if he's quiet. <laughs> I think it's the thing I keep bringing up. He, he's better standing beside Dean Ambrose than anything. Yeah. His his picture, when like he's going to be in a match, and they have like his picture on the title card thing, it's just like, Roman Reigns, and he's got the belt over, and he's just got that stupid smile on his face? It should yeah. be the absolute opposite of that. He should be looking like mean and scowly. He should be more of a Brock Lesnar in this day and age, and have someone yeah. to talk for him. He's, he's on borrowed time. I mean, he's not supposed to be there today. He's supposed to be fired. Like, well, you're fired! But he instead... <laughs> He got everything he ever dreamed of. So, but it, but it carries on with like 
Reigns is just egging Vince on, you know, like a child begging to be disciplined, which was absolutely pathetic. That, yeah. You can't buy into that at all. And much like, he felt like Bender in the Breakfast Club. Okay. It, it, it just, he was, he was begging the principal, I can't remember the principal's name, but yeah. he was begging the principal to be disciplined. Yeah. Like, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And that's all it was for a good five minutes. Hmm. And Vince is just yelling at the, at the crowd to shut up. And that, that was one of the better parts of the entire promo was that the crowd started chanting for CM Punk. The crowd started chanting <laughs> Daniel Bryan. And, and Vince legitimately turned to the crowd to tell them to shut up. And I'm not sure if, if that was legit or not, but it sure felt like it. Mm-hmm. Which was fine with me because that, that actually was the highest point of the promo. After that, it just got really pathetic. Because he pushes over Vince. He grabs his neck saying, my neck, my neck, my neck. Someone help. Someone get out here. Stephanie comes out. Stephanie immediately is like, dad, dad, dad. Starts pe- yells for people to get out there. Yeah. Two detectives come out. Two police officers. Well, two, two, well, yeah. police officers, but, but detectives. <laughs> okay. They have the overcoats. They've been the, working the, the trench coats. yeah. They've been working the beat it for a while. Like, looks like I'm, an old man was assaulted here. And they come out. The policemen, about two or three of them, maybe yeah. even four, come out with them. But they stand outside the ring. The two detectives are in the ring. And he's like, Stephanie immediately goes, well, they assaulted my father. Yeah. So at that point, yeah. he, he says, arrest them, arrest them, arrest them, arrest them. He goes, no. But he just assaulted him. No. We didn't and see it after, backstage. <laughs> well, apparently, yeah, apparently we didn't see it, but Stephanie did. We were talking a big show. And, <laughs> and, the, and the next thing you know, they start yelling at Stephanie, we're going to arrest you. Yeah, for her hysterics. But, which made no sense because they had stated, we're not here to be, we're, we're just here to be security. We're not here to be your, your personal policeman. Yeah. Yet immediately they start talking about arresting Stephanie. <laughs> Something's lost okay. in translation there. Yep. And eventually... They actively see someone assaulted. They ignore it. The thought process behind the entire thing was completely lacking. Whoever so your wrote suspension this, of disbelief, it's, uh, it's gone. Took the heat out of the situation, which you, you, which ends up being Vince McMahon whoever, is arrested. Whoever wrote this should be fired. Okay, Freddie Prince Jr. We're sending him his uh, oh, a memo. I feel bad. If, I'm bad if that's him. <laughs> Maybe he's too, he's too busy with Star Wars Rebels right now. But it's Mick Foley's kid. He's like fetching coffee or whatever he's doing. <laughs> But eventually, it just came down to, they're going to arrest Stephanie, and then Vince yep. gets in the way saying, I'm Vince McMahon, damn it, I'm rich, yep. I own you, and then he gets arrested. He gets handcuffed at the front, yep. which makes, makes no sense, because every every time they've arrested someone, it's been behind their back. Once again, the belief is gone. He gets hauled off. They're not, they're not real cops. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that, and that was the end of it. Yeah. I mean, it, it went nowhere at So they that kept point. cutting back to that throughout the whole show, the entire, right? The entire show. You might, might as well get this part over with now. Yeah, because they did the same thing really on young, SmackDown. Really, like, they kept going back to it, and yeah. they're just like, he... Yeah. I'm not even sure if that, this was really the police station, but they're at, they're at a door. They're at a door, and there's me, there are media people there. I'm, I'm sure they were just a bunch of Joe Blows they just hired just to stand there. be somewhere backstage. Pretty much. It could have been one of the doors to the arena, and they talked about how their lawyer, who was a famous lawyer in the States... Yeah. Uh... The lawyer was played by some actor didn't even look like him. Yeah. He had a name, though, that's been uh, used in... McDivitt, Divitt, or something like that. Something like yeah. that. And eventually, Renee Young's just standing there, and he comes out. And Typically he, what and she's he, doing, he, yeah. He, quote-unquote, he just heads back to the arena, which I'm sure he was still there the entire time. Yeah. And it, 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 it leads to the end of Raw, but this, this entire part was just stupid and pointless. Things got, uh, things got like, racial, I heard. It got... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he tried he tried to put it all over as being a racist, talking about how Roman Reigns. Um, so is he trying to do a Trump? It seems like it. Okay, it, it, it really because does. that would be that would be absolutely one hundred percent something he, they would. He's just trying to force heat, and it's not working. Yeah, 
he's trying he's trying to save face with Roman, and it just it's it, it's all forgotten. It can be forgotten. And it's going nowhere. <laughs> um, ultimately, some of the higher points stemmed after that, but it quickly lulled. I mean, after that, that entire scene, we 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 were back. Owens and versus Neville. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it shows a video based on the Slammy Award uh, Kanye Westing he did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it shows a video recording that ne- Neville was breakout star of the year. I just can't ha- wrap my head around, around how, how every, er- everyone voted for him. And my, my, Dude, the Usos saying, won tag team of the year. <laughs> but it's not, it's not because it's not because he's not talented. Yeah. It's because he didn't do anything. He nothing of Neville, note. No, Neville, yeah. Neville wasn't involved in any real storylines nope. other other than he teamed uh, up with Stephen Amell. Yeah, Stephen Amell to that's, fight uh, Stardust. Stardust at SummerSlam. That's it. That's and, the beginning and end. That, and that's my problem. He really didn't. He wasn't involved with anything. He's so talented, but he didn't yeah. go anywhere. I mean, right now he's he is he involved with the Miz? Yes, and, I guess. Because on Raw, nothing happened. Okay, nothing happened. I, it, it was absolutely pointless, well. We, but he, you have to preface it. Uh, the Raw took place on a night where they were doing a house show. There, the people weren't there, but this was like Bray Wyatt. I think was was missing. Uh, well, the diva, was, divas, Charlotte, you'll Charlotte get to. Was, I'm sure. Charlotte yeah. was missing. Yeah, but it, with what I saw, yeah. for the people that were actually there, it was poor. Anyhow, it, it, it was poor. <laughs> it, it should have been able to carry itself, and it was quite substandard. I mean, but there was there was a match: Owens versus Neville. Neville wins the match in 20 seconds with a roll up. What? But Neville wins. Neville wins in 20 seconds via roll up. He, so he, he pins him. Yes. Okay. But here's the thing. I loved post-match because Owens lost it. Owens lost it. Okay. Like, so I, I haven't seen someone do in a long time. I, like, well, he did it last week. But again, that sadistic look in his face where he just yeah. destroys Neville. He, I, uh, he, okay, throws, so who, he throws him into the turnbuckle. He's th- like, like outside the ring into the post. Like, like, like full on bear hugging it. So he hits his, his uh, midsection in his groin. Like it yeah. was just entertaining. He destroyed him. Okay, but what does this mean for Neville now? He pinned the guy who pinned Cena, so now Neville goes for the U.S. title. You heard her first. I, I really, well, U.S. title. That's yeah. I mean, that, that's okay. So a, what happened? The too. one thing they didn't recap on SmackDown. They, they of course were repping that uh, Cena will be on SmackDown next week when it moves to USA this this week coming up. Yeah. Uh, what what happened with Cena on uh, on Raw? That was the main event. Oh, okay. That got main event. That, that makes sense. Was there still a Roman Reigns Sheamus match in that Raw? Or they uh, were they no. just built? Is that the next pay per view where they're doing the Vince McMahon is going to be guest referee? referee? That's, it's, it's, it's Raw next week. Okay, okay, they got a, yeah, they got a lot of time, I guess, to kill. Anyway, well, they ended up and like I don't know this this this, this entire part from here got really really murky because after he beat the tar out of, out of Neville, Ambrose yeah. comes out and he then, waits till after. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was pretty much you, you get the spots you got what the, the spot of the swinging clothesline. Yeah. Hits Owens, Owens is it backs off, and Ambrose is there, and that's how it ends. Oh, Owens leaves. Owens leaves. I hate that. His his character's flip floppy <sighs> a lot that way. Anyway, whatever. And then and then from there we ended Woo. up we ended up seeing a promo that the Rock well the Rock made an Instagram post. Yeah, he's gonna he's he, gonna be at Mania, but to what extent there. we don't know. He's buying a ticket. <laughs> he's yeah. in the crowd. And I don't understand. They they completely did this wrong. Like what they should have done is announced it on Raw. Simultaneously with The Rock on Instagram or on WWE's Instagram, or I would something like I that. would like to hope that if he's involved in a match, that they would have built the storyline into Raw. The fact that he's just announcing it means like I think he's just going to show up. For well, he probably, and he probably is because he's yeah. at, he's filming he's filming something, and at least of course one he is. or two movies. <laughs> and there's no way that they're going to sign off on him 
actively wrestling yeah. and, and, and chancing him injuring himself the last because the last two times that he wrestled was it three years ago and before that was against Cena and he injured himself both times okay like it was minor but he still hurt himself so I mean he flexes and the cast pops off right <laughs> yeah he's fine <laughs> but the, we, we got that and it was a, it was a big announcement but it, it, we don't know what's going on I mean the rock cool. old old legends are always at WrestleMania, yeah. So I mean, you could pretty much just throw your hands up in the air to whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. Supposedly, Ronda Rousey's rematch will be around that time at UFC 200. Um, do you see it? Because she also she also has interest in the WWE. I don't know if that's a secret. Well, now well, she does, but now after losing, I mean, what, what happens like, if she I, loses again? If she loses again, yeah. I, I fully see her coming to wrestling. Just like just steamrolling Charlotte and becoming Divas <laughs> Champion. Well, it, it's I think it's to the effect that. She's already done everything, and she's won the championship for a long time, and she's tried to turn her championship back, and if she lost it, I could see, okay, I want to try something else. Yeah. Because the women's division, though it is growing in UFC, isn't going anywhere, in my opinion. So Well, there's like three or four major players at any given time, and it's just going to, after someone's out of the picture and not holding that tight like, like Rousey was, yeah. uh, once it kind of starts moving around every three months or so, I think, yeah, a lot of the momentum will be lost. So, we'll see. NXT, still the premier. <laughs> <laughs> Women's wrestling. Uh, okay, cool. So so follow, following that, yeah. we, get, we get a promo now. Becky Lynch cuts a promo before her match against Sasha Banks. Okay. The only point of this was to kill some time <laughs> and, for, and, and for Becky to say, Charlotte, let her do this on her own. Charlotte isn't here. Yeah. Obviously working a house show so Becky can get this win on her own and prove that she doesn't need Charlotte. That's right. Or Rick yeah. to win. Which no more was, cheating. Oh, it was, this, it was, is, this is for real. The entire promo was just really, really pointless, I think. She could have just gone to the ring and said that. She didn't have to do it in the back on her way to the ring. Uh, Maybe but it's easier that way because it was pre-recorded. Espe- well, <laughs> especially know. since Team Bad makes yeah. their way to the ring first. Sure. And they cut a promo on their way down because it was in Brooklyn. And last Did time they saw scream it, unity? No, they didn't actually. Okay. Uh, but well, at least there's one positive thing to say about the show. They basically just summarized by saying New York City was a crap town. Just to build some heat, I'm sure. Yeah. The good old-fashioned, like, New Day 1.0 way of building heat. Your sports team sucks. Oh, boo. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. And, like, and, and Naomi takes the mic. Like, Sasha says her piece. Yeah. Naomi takes the mic. She does, like, a one-liner of how it's a, it's, it's a crap-ass town. Yeah. And then that's it. <laughs> and then Sasha finishes it off by, you know, once again saying that, you know, she is the boss. And just yeah. drops the mic. And that's how that goes. And then Becky comes out. They have their match. At times, you really can see what the women's division can do, all the newcomers from NXT, because there were there were some highlights. Sure. But ultimately once again it's just been mishandled by the people on Raw. You don't you're not seeing full effect of what they could do via NXT, what they what they were yeah. doing. Last time Sasha was there, uh I believe that was with her and uh and Bailey. And Bailey pulling the Frankensteiner and awesome yeah. spots. I think they've had a match since then, right? In in London. Did they not did they not fight? No, uh, no, that was uh, that was Nia Jax for so, sorry. versus yep. Bailey. I'm lost so that, that in time. Was, uh, that's okay. Yep, that was the, the, that was the last time they fought, and it was absolutely substandard to what you can see these these two superstars do, especially for Sasha, who is fully capable of more for sure. Um, but there were there were way too many rests. The crowd starts chanting, "Boring." Um, they lost <laughs> position to the ring actually, and Sasha's legs. I, I think she gets suplexed. 
And Sasha's legs actually hit the, the second uh, layered ropes in the turnbuckle. Okay. And it's just like, that's something that you see and tell them on breaking ground that you should be aware of. And this has been happening more and more and more lately in wrestling, which it's is sloppier. It's just really <laughs> sloppy. Like, they're just forcing things well, to yeah. happen now. I mean, coming up, there's an injury straight up. Live. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that, too. Uh, but in the end... Uh, interference helps Sasha win with the roll-up. I mean, once again, not allowing them to finish on their own, and she has to win via interference. Yeah. It's just stupid. Becky just can't win a match. It's just, <laughs> she can't it's, it's very, build it's, any kind of... Yeah. No, and there's no heat built. It's very substandard, and Becky, once again, is the odd girl out. Yeah. The only face of the entire division. And then <laughs> a- afterwards, we get one of those uh, updates from Renee Young. Mm-hmm. But we've talked about that. It's, yeah. It, I'm here at the precinct. Yeah, more Apparently, information will be available. People That's were it. calling yes. uh, the New York City Police Department, asking uh, if Vince McMahon was truly there, and being told like, "Like, shut up! Like, come on, there's things going on." Oh yeah, have you I... heard of ISIS? We're busy. <laughs> we're busy with ISIS. <laughs> but whatever. Nothing. Nothing happened. Um, they had a singles match. It actually started off as a singles match versus Kofi Kingston versus Kalisto. Okay, sure. Uh, New Day kind of promo. As usual, they're just whining about the fact that they weren't tag team of the year. Um, the two stars can pull off some maneuvers. Like, Kofi is a high flyer. Yeah. And Kalisto, obviously, as we've seen that in the past. Do you think just some, like, lame plot device that they didn't win tag team of the year? I think it is. Do you, th- do you think they was just rigged just for that, like, maybe that'll build heat between these two teams that have none? I don't I, know. I think, I think so. I mean, they can... And then you you something... can't think that that's how the voting went. You can't imagine. <sighs> you don't want to. But how can you help it? Who who knows what's real? Other than the fact that it it was probably... It could have been... I should say probably. It could have been a bunch of young kids who had their parents' iPhones voting on the the, the app. I I, I can't figure to why the Usos won it. They They are a good tag team. But once again, much like many of the others, there's nothing there... Yeah, where the Lucha, Lucha Dragons pull out stuff all the time, yep. high flying, risking their bodies at all times. Even primetime players, you know, when they were actually on television, yeah. uh, had the charisma and stuff like that to, to pull them through and stuff like that. Even the Ascension, you just want to see them get their asses kicked because they're so lame. Yeah. Which that's how that's what Sheamus is. You just want to see him lose because he's lame. That's that's his character Asc- essentially now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so there's an injury during this match. Uh, well, it's, it's not this match because Kalisto's fine. Okay, Kalisto and Kofi they go. Oh right, right. Uh, it says Sincara. It was yeah. pretty much two. They were, I, once again, I spoke about it last week. Again, two sloppy hurricanes. Yeah, which it just looked incredible, like, super fake. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it looked like he could have seriously hurt himself once again, and they even make note that oh, Kofi had his nose slammed into the into the, yeah. uh, the mat. <laughs> but it's almost rumble. He can't get injured. Like Kofi, Kofi rumbles all he's got. After all, Kalisto wins. Uh, Sink Kara is then told that he's chicken. You're letting you know Kalisto fight the match for him. Sink Kara yeah. ends up fighting Biggie. Um, he gets slammed off the edge of the ring. So yeah, Kalisto's, so I saw the clip. I, yeah. I actually saw the injury. He gets, yeah, he, he yeah. gets pulled from the, from the edge of the ring and kind of like old school hardcore Holly Alabama yeah. slammed down. But what, what you see is he's supposed to take the hit with your arms in. Yeah, and his left arm is out, it's, it's like which puts his shoulder wing. out. Yeah. So he, it basically gets chicken winged out. He lands yep. on that part of his back because it's, it's it's the lower part, and he s- ends up separating his shoulder. But he ends up finishing the match. He does, yeah, which is super impressive. For uh, someone then he just... took a shot at Old Sinkar on Twitter, apparently saying like, "Hey, yeah, you gotta. It's for you guys. We gotta finish the match because apparently Old Sinkar used to Old that, S- he when there would be an injury. He, yo, would... he got injured so much. It's so real, guys. <laughs> 
too real. I didn't sign up for this. End the match. <laughs> but he ends up finishing the match. Biggie hits the big ending and wins via pinfall. Yeah. I give full props to Sin Cara, and I still think the Lucha yeah. Dragons are underrated. He was uh, he was on SmackDown. He wasn't taking place in in part in the match. Was, obviously, was he, but he was in a sling. He was in a sling. Yeah. Was he wrapped up at all, or just in a sling? No, just a sling. Was it like uh, was it like one of those a cheaper sling? Was it in a, like a black arm? I think it was just like one of those like standard like purple violet okay. deals, uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think yeah, it seemed like that when they popped it back in. Uh, there, like in the match, I heard yeah, like it, yeah. like the camera like panned over to Big E for a second, and someone just said it. Yeah, and then he they went on with it because if he had a separated shoulder, there's no way they would have finished the match in that. Way. So I, yeah. to my understanding, they popped it back in right there, which is insane. I hear it's very painful. It'll probably end up because <laughs> it, it wasn't torn or anything. It'll probably be up yeah. for like two weeks. Uh, but again, yeah, like I I could separate my shoulder, and for what I do day to day, I'm sure I'm fine. In a 48 hours, this guy is, you know. Tossing himself around the... So, good for him, I guess. Speedy recovery. Damn. We, we, need, we need more Lucha Dragons, because... They had so much... Yeah, they had momentum, so it would be I, really... I think there still is momentum. Yeah. I think there still is, because Kalisto... As long as Sin Cara is at ringside, yeah. you can still believe in the Lucha Dragons, and there being heat between New Day and that. They're just gonna sure. Have, they're just going to have to balance both parties perfectly to keep the rivalry going. Mm. Uh, and I really hope they can. That, but, that seems to be the theme this month is having like a triple threat kind of thing. Like everyone's there's three parties involved in almost every title picture. At well, this point. especially since at this point they like they had they had their ladder match yeah. at uh, at the pay per view, and, and now they'll the never let have, us forget it. <laughs> the, the Usos have completely disappeared. Yeah, because they're they're they were on SmackDown. Well, and they were yeah. on the, they were in that house show. They were right. at the uh, the end of Raw or the second last second last match of Raw, but I mean they weren't involved at all with the tag team. With New Day, rather not the tag team titles, but New Day in general. So next up, we got Miz TV. The Miz. Yeah. I, I mean, this was great when when Jericho had the highlight reel. Wait, did you get Miz TV and uh, the Rose Bush or whatever the hell? No, there okay. was there was no Rose. That's so awkward. They're keeping it to one or the other. Rose Bush. Ro- is it the Rose Bush? I don't I, know. The ro- Rose. It's, it's, it's what the, ro- yeah, this, oh, ah. Yeah, and he found pushing... a pair of uh, glasses at the Value Village, and he tossed them on. And <laughs> this is my new well, character, Vince. They're pushing so many like TMZ moments, or like you know, Jericho had the highlight reel that was cool. Miss mm-hmm. TV just sounds very budget, especially when once the, the Miz doesn't ha- hasn't really have had anything to put him over. Yeah, so there's there's no heat behind it. But this one was kind of funny because he starts talking about how you know it's New Year for for the Miz and. Yeah. What's up and coming for a lot of people? And he's, he's, he's interrupted by Ryback. Sure. And the, he says the Miz looks stupid. Okay. He has a big appetite. He burps yep. into the mic. Then he starts. Speaking, then he starts speaking into the uh, the future and how 2016 is the year of Ryback. Which? Why does he burp into the mic? I just don't know. Uh, just apropos just, nothing. Just like, uh, just like, like I'm hungry, bro. Like, he, he had a taco in the back. He worked his way out and he accidentally burped into the mic and he just oh excuse me like it 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 was super childish like. It, it, it kind of actually brought a Ryback promo <laughs> even further down. The but show he, has reached a new low. <laughs> but he, he speaks of like how 2016 is this year when the yeah. year prior he had the Intercontinental title. He lets and there, is, there are no... There, there's, there's no sight of him being in any title hunt at no. all. And that he's just going to be nothing more than a mid-carter or a jobber even. He's Big Ziggler. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty even Ziggler's higher up there. Than no one right truly now. believes that Ziggler's gonna get a title anytime soon. He's just gonna 
job in circles until it's over. Oh, pretty well, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I really, I, I, I came to wrestling liking his character and just have over time the way he's played uh, as a face, but is he even with Rusev? He made Rusev look like the good guy. How, how bad are you? Uh, that's. <laughs> I don't like I don't like him. Uh, well, anyway. Ryback ended up doing that, in my opinion, too, with the pay per view, with the whole Lana thing, which went nowhere. He just got boring. He got like once he lost the Intercontinental Title, the, he he had nothing. There was nothing there to was, him. Yeah, he lost the only thing that made him relevant. Yeah, uh, but both both then get interrupted by Goldust, who comes sure. out talking about <laughs> right. the, the very rare promo for Goldust, speaking of how the Miz is going to get Golden Globes and the oh, Emmys yeah. and the Oscar and. It just—it seemed really just awkward, and Miz seemed really creeped out. And ha- I, I, I could buy into that. Has Stardust and Goldust interacted at all? Not since. So, that doesn't make any sense. Goldust, Goldust left after uh, Dusty died. Yeah, and he was taking care of things. He and he had a vacation scheduled anyway. Sure, but he just went off to take care of things, recoup, you know, get his head back in it. Stardust took some time off too, but he came back. But he's just kind of been—I'm I'm assuming on, on WWE superstars. I haven't seen him. Uh, no, he wasn't on SmackDown. He was hanging out with, uh, they were doing the thing where he was uh, doing his promos and then Titus O'Neil would walk into the like the, the room and that was alright. <laughs> it was a cheap, cheap laugh. Well, he got, he got, he got a little bit of pop for it, not much, but I mean, it's, it's Goldust. I can buy into Goldust for more than Stardust. Sure. Goldust is still good. He's still a good wrestler to watch in the ring and has... The legacy has stakes because of the legacy, and yeah, more so than Sting, in my opinion. Do I care about Goldust's character and what hap- how he goes out? I never thought, that, 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 that's really <laughs> yeah. interesting. I never actually thought about that. That, yeah. I, uh, that I have more interest in Goldust right now than Sting because Sting is just plopped into I, a scenario. I put them on the same level, like more so than I would want to see a Kane Sting match, or like, or, or I think of those two guys as equals. Yeah, Goldust and Sting to me is a. I don't know if it's the face paint. I don't know what it is. Uh, huh. That's, 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 really, yeah. that's a really interesting way to look at that. Plus, but, Goldust can wrestle better still, in my opinion. Sting had that one pretty decent match with Seth Rollins, but after that, presumably his last match. After his injury, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see. It'd be cool to to tie up the Stardust thing at, at Mania and see <laughs> what happens after that. Uh, I, I don't know why they'd think a dual personality Cody-Stardust thing couldn't work, especially with how the crowd reacts to him. A dual, have, a dual personality, yeah. All, all like Mick Foley and his multiple personalities. Yes, have him be both. I, I think that dude could pull it off. I that think would, that would be really interesting. There's not many guys with the chops to uh, to pull that off. I think I think he could do it. Well, it'd be nice to actually have them something do something positive yeah. with one of them. But have Go- have Goldust trying to like I don't know save his his brother from from the madness that it, you know that he he is. Don't be like me. It's you know you got to paint your face and it sucks. Uh, I don't know. I could buy into that. That's what I would do with them. <laughs> well, Goldust's time's numbered, right? Like, he's yeah. got, like, a year, and then, like, oh, he he's... should rightfully yeah. move on. Yeah, Mania should be it for him, I think. Yeah. Like, have him lose the first time that, like, Cody gets over... Like, he's full-on Cody again, and he gets rid of the Stardust. Have Goldust lose to his brother, and yeah. that's it. I don't know if that's Mania or later this year, or... Uh, that's what I would do with those guys. But after seeing who is in the ring already yeah. on a Raw... You think it can't get any, like, lower? <laughs> Zack Ryder comes out. Oh, yeah. I love Zack Ryder. Hell but yeah. It, 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 this is just, like, <laughs> this is the collection of jobbers in the ring now. Yeah. And Zack Ryder interrupts everyone saying that 2016 is going to be the year of Zack Ryder, and I truly hope so. It could be. We're only two days in. I hasn't proved him wrong yet. 
Well, his, his you're starting off good because it's, yeah. it, it's just been revealed he's actually dating Emma. Oh, really? They are actually a couple. All right. They've, they've put that out there, which actually makes it more interesting in my opinion now. <laughs> but basically, he comes out, and then immediately right after, our truth comes out, and this is the oh, this is the low point of the entire entire promo because he interrupts them. And says that we need to remember that every superstar is eligible to win Superstar of the Year and to vote for him. The Miz then reminds him that the uh, Slammys were last week. Yeah. And the stupid thing is that he had won the previous week. (laughs) Yeah. And and this was supposed to come over as funny. Yeah. It was really lame because you could hear the people laughing, but they weren't laughing with Truth. They were laughing at Truth for how bad it was. But they've done this a few times this year with that character. When he thought he was in the uh, Money in the Bank. Though I can't blame him because for, yeah. for how often he's actually at the events and relevant. He was and... able to beat King Barrett. He took him... No. A couple... T- well, he was messing with no, him. He, did, the, yeah, he, messed he with ultimately him. did lose. Was that a pay-per-view match? Yes, it was. At like no, Hell in the Cell it, or something? It, no, it was the, uh, the pre-show match. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and whoever won could hold the title of King. R-Truth. Everybody always sings along with R-Truth. In the same way that a Fandango came out, people would be dancing. So, yeah. <laughs> after uh, to keep keep people yeah. relevant, after our truth comes out, Heath yes. Slater comes out. Okay, and, and sure, proving that he's actually not a ghost. He's not dead. He's actually well. He's alive. been on swerved a lot. <laughs> I knew he was around before he can really say anything. He screams into the mic, and Big Show now yeah. interrupts him. Is it was this like a Royal Rumble promo or something? Yes, it was. Okay. Okay. Well, for for show, only for show, because he comes up. Are you seeing those he, other guys? He won't clears be the ring. Our truth yeah. looks at him and drops like he's been knocked out, like on the Pretends mat. Pretends to get knocked out, punched. Okay, this, went, this once, all sounds once, once again playing the, playing the comedian. Yeah, he Big Show grabs him around the throat, choke slams him. He rolls out of the ring. Sure, uh, Ryback then gets tossed out of the ring. He's like, you know, I forgot Ryback he, was there. He, he yeah. built he built himself up. You know, he kind of flips off the uh, the two shoulder pieces to his to his ring attire. Yeah, and then revealing his nipples. Yes, yeah. his, uh, his so his... you know it's on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he immediately just gets tossed out of the ring like he's nothing. And then Big Show grabs the mic. Crowd starts chanting, uh, "Please retire." Yeah, and he's like, "What are you yelling? Please retire." He says, "Actually, I'm going to be the first entrant in the Royal Rumble." And that, and that was it. And then he yeah. makes his way out. So pe- so people honestly thought it was going to be Lesnar and he was going to last the entire show, right? That was the popular thing for Rumble right now? That Lesnar just bodies everybody? Well, yeah, That's what it sounds like. And yeah. they, they might even go in that direction. But with the show show coming in number one, he, he made this big announcement. His music plays and he walks off. And then this is the biggest miscue in my opinion because he actually, is, I think he fully walks off the stage. Yeah. We come back and a Ryback show match has just started. Oh. Like, oh, after this happened between the two of them. Never mind anyone else who got thrown out. Yeah. We're going to have a match between the two of them now because we forgot about it. And that's really what it seemed like. Like, show just to- completely forgot that he had a match. Ryback's like, where are you going? <laughs> we had to fight still. <laughs> but the, the match, the match, we, we've seen this match a number of times when sure Ryback was IC champion. Like, no explanation needs to go into this. It didn't last long. Show hasn't been on television for a while. No, yeah. no, and the best part, the best part of the entire match, Show just says forget the match and just walks off and gets counted out. Well, he already kind of did that, but he forgot to start it first. Yeah, uh, it was the problem. So, and so he walked off. The match ends on a count out. Uh, again, forgettable. 
Okay. You, yeah. you, you could have you could have had this playing in the background and done something far more important. I could have. Couldn't even do that this week. Okay. Let's let's wrap it up. Let's get to the end of this okay, run. This is this seems like a bad raw. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very bad. Last last two matches. Yeah. You get Ambrose and the Usos versus Sheamus, uh, Rusev, and the injured and thus untouchable King Barrett. Yeah. Who was standing at who was standing like part of the tag team at ringside, but really didn't involve himself whatsoever. But yeah. he couldn't. Like you can't you can't let but him. But he was in the match. He was like in he the was match. Elite. Okay. Because Del, it's because Del Rio had a mat had the the main event. Yeah, they couldn't involve Del Rio. They needed someone. They couldn't make it a handicap match because it just wouldn't make yeah, sense yeah. for for League of Nations. And Reigns just wasn't involved in this. Not what not at all really. Okay, cool. Um, the crowd starts chanting, "This is boring." You can't help agree it's, with them. It, it sounds was, boring. It just it, <laughs> it was unscripted. Like nothing nothing built up to this. Yeah. It just kind of happened. Um, it's Team Rocket showing up in every episode of Pokemon. At least they they tried to they tried, tried to even it up, even though it was going to be three on two. Jimmy gets swung into the ropes or flipped, yeah, kind of like Sasha did earlier. But he, then he feigns an injury. Okay, so then it's a it's a it's a three on two, but le- legitimately it's a two on two. Okay, so that one of the Usos was out, and King Barrett wasn't going to fight. So it was it was it was it was a fair match at that point. <laughs> um... League of Nations ends up winning with a broad kick and pinning Jay. Nothing really happened there. Uh, Owens then Ooh. made his way to the ring, and this is my favorite part of Raw, the only redeemable part of Raw. He Owens comes out. Owens okay. comes out. Sure. And cleans off the announce table and power bombs uh, Ambrose right through the table. Okay. It was it was all right. He looked out and gone. He's, like you know, he seems like he has the high points of the night for sure. Like. And well, he and he stood still because he put to the ring steps to the to the long edge of the uh, or short edge, sorry, of the table. Sure. So he was standing there when he power bombed him through. So he wasn't on the table when it went down. Yeah. But after he put him through, he stood there and put his head up in the air and closed his eyes. <laughs> like he had this really orgasmic look in his face. Like he just he, he felt truly it. he truly enjoyed <laughs> what had happened. Yeah. So he, he that guy's t- great. <laughs> he, he takes him out, and that's. That, that that's where it ends, and you, you just see the unstable Owens finishing off Ambrose. Medical team is there, and I, I think he's really solidifying himself as this insane man, which he did say that he was going to do earlier on. Yeah, he said he was going to bring himself down to Ambrose's level, and he was going to start running the asylum. And I, I I really think he is. Yeah, that might be the most interesting uh, title picture right now. Is the IC going between? And you, you, sure. Why not? Absolutely. That's the only yeah. one. That's the only one with some actual, like, sustainable, sustainable heat. Yeah. Going forward, there's nothing happening. Mm. There is nothing happening. We are just being spoon-fed something, <laughs> as if it's a live. Why show. are we even talking about it? Why are we even here? <laughs> Turn it off. Turn it off. It's over. Slam and boom. <laughs> no. All right. But so the main event. The main event. We get John Cena coming. John back. Cena. There's. <laughs> <laughs> it comes back from a commercial, and I believe his music just plays. It just mm-hmm. plays, and he comes out. Does the tea towel? Has yeah. a new green shirt. Nice. Tosses Get it the now. WWEstore.com. <laughs> he, he talks about how Del Rio hasn't even defended the title he on Raw at all. He did defend it in Winnipeg. <laughs> so <laughs> he, yeah, he did. That, uh, Jack Swagger. He's been being fed Jack Swagger for a month. Finally, but he ends up. He he ends up cutting this promo that we all expect that he's just trying to draw some heat between him and Del Rio. Did he give a reason for his absence? No. Okay. He didn't say why he was gone. He just said he's he was just gone. Gone, like just sta- staple from when he left to now for the John Cena storyline. 
Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like the Jack Swagger thing and like, the Zeb like thing nothing, didn't happen. Like yeah. nothing happened. Next America, And he says, he, he basically talks about how Del Rio is a bad champion. You know, Raw's suffered because of it. He hasn't had, like, I, I think I did some great things. He's not wrong. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I don't like John Cena, but I really did yeah. enjoy the Invitational. But then Del Rio and the league comes out, come out, sorry, and they talk about how he's like, I defend it when I want. Del Rio playing a really good heel, but it, was, it just seemed like a long exchange about trying to bait Del Rio to put up for the championship, which yeah. I originally thought it always was for, because he says, versus the United States, uh, sorry, United States champion, Alberto Del Rio. Yet, at that point, they kept throwing US, uh, US champion, US champion. You really start to think that's a title match when it but, wasn't. But until, it never was. Until, until Del Rio just agreed to it. Uh, so now it is a title match. It is a title match. And John Cena wins. No, you get everything everything you expect out of this match, like Cena showing his his strength, sure you know, being being a bigger guy. Yeah, he, he uh, I can't remember what it's called, but he has him. Alberto Del Rio has him in that armbar. Well, I mean, we only got to see one match with these two guys. Is the thing you have to keep remembering yeah. is just like when you got to see Cena and Cesaro, yeah. Cena and Owen, Cena and whomever was coming out. You, you know, when you got a series of three fights, for example, with with Owens there, you got better and better matches. Uh, they they kind of went on basically cold that first time, so I'm expecting going forward. W- w- was this anywhere near on par with the pay per view match, or well below? Well, considering how, I think how quick that match was at the pay per view, this was the last Raw match of the year. <laughs> it was not my favorite. <laughs> okay, Bas- basically you got all the spots you wanted to see out of them. It was it was a solid match. It was one of the better matches of the night, but once again, there was nothing there. There was there was nothing to. You know this this big spot to pull me in, or yeah. even a different spot. You you got you also just don't like Cena, for. so the like you could you could care less. Oh, but I, I like I like Del Rio, and, care I, less. and I can't even overly talk Del Rio. Yeah, I mean you got the spot. He hasn't done character. anything yet where you can really no. hang your hat on him. No. Yeah. So, but it, was it a solid match? Yes, it was a solid match to end Raw. Was sure. it? Was it something to put Raw over the top like it should have for the last match? So is Cena like a driven man? Like is he like that US title is mine, I'm coming for it, that's what you can expect out of me. Do I get the feeling? No. (laughs) Okay. But do I think there's somewhere to go with it with the way the match ended? Because it ended with the league getting the DQ. This was going to be a no finish match, you knew that. Of course. Because they're going to try and carry it over. Yeah. Do I think more is upcoming? Yes. Do I think that this is a pair of superstars who can hold a good rivalry? And fuel some heat between each other? No, I don't. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> well, Del Rio's not much of a, a talker, admittedly, right? Like, I like when he slips into Spanish. It seems intimidating when he... That, that, that was kind of funny. He's a better he, actor in his yeah, native and, language. And the, and the promo that he cut, he, he ended up like yelling at Cena, calling him a gringo. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. But I mean... Have you watched uh, the new Quentin Tarantino movie? No. Okay. There's a real, real good Mexican character in that with a great voice. It's more of a cabron, kind of like one of those going on instead of okay, like yeah. what we've been used to yeah. recently. Uh, it's good. <laughs> I'm not saying I want uh, Del Rio to come out with a big mustache, a sombrero, and a poncho and be calling John Cena cabron. Uh, but I'm not saying I don't want that. <laughs> well, hey, League of Nations. Your title is mine. If you're going to be backing your nation, I mean. Yeah. Play, 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 play. <laughs> he really plays they're, it up. They're probably going to end up playing the stereotype at some point. But eventually, because because, because the league interferes, Roman Reigns comes running down. Yep. And he takes out Rusev Del Rio with a spear and Superman punch. Yeah. Uh, well, t- uh, Roman Reigns and Cena have both had their problems with the authority, which is, you know, what Roman Reigns is going through right now. So you would think that would make them natural allies. 
You, you'd no. think, but I don't understand because if they start mixing up like Roman, they're doing and... it right. They're doing it. You're explaining it right now that they've already done it. So <sighs> what do you think of it? Roman Reigns doesn't need to care. It didn't. No, <laughs> it, it, it didn't need to happen. Yeah, it didn't need to happen. I guess that's what it's what, what I think because you're, you're you're trying to you're trying to get heat between Vince and Roman and yeah. the Authority, and then now you're bringing bringing in. Reigns helping Cena with the League, League, uh, with uh, League of Nations, Nations, but we associate the League of Nations with the Authority. We we associate them as the new Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, as acquaintances. Yes, but you don't really think like you know their arm their arm around him. Well, Sheamus straight up came out like Vince was about to kick Roman's out. Sheamus came out and said, "Hey, whoa, 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 let me you know, hey boss, let me let me handle that for you." And, yeah, v- and Vince that, was like, "Yeah, let's let's do that." It more it more seemed like a one off than kind of like a corporation where like The Rock was with him and he was just one of his cronies. So more like a you like if hey, Vince you're was bad, me- you're yeah. bad, I'm bad. If the authority was Megatron, Sheamus is and his group are kind of like a Starscream and them recon team that keeps messing up, but they're <laughs> but they're still kind of in the loop. Like they're still like they'll run to the yeah, pretty yeah. much. Hey, hey. uh... uh Mercenaries for hire, basically. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Mercenaries for hire. Hey, uh, this is this 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 benefits us both. Let's both do it. Yeah. Kind of thing. But in reality, they just it didn't. There's no, there's no heat there though. There's no there's no real connection. There's no reason for it to happen. Yeah. It just is happening. <laughs> Wrestling. It's yeah. happening. Well, right, right. Well, like, well, with everyone being an antihero and everyone getting mixed up, I mean, it. It's it, it's just a big mess. It's just a gigantic mess that you wouldn't see because. For example, well, I'll finish this first, but then I'll then I'll, I'll, I'll say the example because I actually watched a video of Raw many many years ago, from many many years ago. But anyway, he ends up uh, Superman punching Sheamus and then hits him with a chair that Sheamus had in his hands. Yeah, I mean Sheamus has a chair instead. Hey, let's he like just... punches him and while he's dazed, grabs the chair from his hand. Yeah, and, hits him and, with then, it. Okay. and then it kind of hits him with it. Uh, but Vince finally makes himself known that he's he's back from the precinct on bail. I was never gone, <laughs> and. Downstairs. He says he's going to sue the New York City. He's going to sue the fans. Says that Reigns is going to defend the title against Sheamus next week, and then he's going to be special, special guest referee. Sure. And then the show ends with showing with showing Reigns and showing Vince, but and he keeps like gesturing towards the ring and Ro- Roman, yelling "Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year!" Like he's okay. becomes geriatric sure. now. He's <laughs> off his rocker. <laughs> and, Maybe and, they and, roughed and, him up a bit. And uh, it cuts with that. And then after I watched it. Uh, I caught a uh, short 30, it was a 30, 35 second video of Mankind winning the title many, many, many years ago. Yeah, on Raw. From, from The yeah. Rock on Raw. And even though it was taped, you could see the pop in the crowd yeah. after when Austin comes out to hit Rock with, because it was in an ODQ lumberjack yeah. match kind of thing. And DX and the corporation are going at it at, at, at opposite ends. And then Austin comes out and the minute you hear the glass shatter. Yeah. The crowd, there is not one person sitting. There is not one person with their hands at their sides. They are in the air. They are yelling. The place is nuts. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking, and that's, and that's how a Raw ends. That's how a Raw ended in 19, what was that, 98, 99? Yeah, and this one you have and then you Roman Reigns this, staring down an old man. <laughs> Roman Reigns staring down an old man, and the crowd is all sitting down. Yeah. No one is really yelling anything other than boring. Oh, it's just quiet. Going, it, those are the words. You, you can hear yeah. crickets. And Vince is yelling Happy New Year. And I thought to myself, I'm like, how far have we truly fallen? <laughs> like, something has to change. Wrestling got dark. Something's got to give. But then when I started thinking about it and comparing it, mm-hmm. you get the kind of pop in NXT with Triple H run 
a, a Triple H run show. Yeah, of course. Yeah, everyone buys into it. I don't know if it's a smaller event. I don't know if it has to do with the storylines they have going with, with the superstars. I don't being... think you can like take any one thing uh, and, and really point to it. I think people want to see the people who succeed on NXT succeed. Or be like as simple as be beaten down. It's it's. I think it's real like binary. But the the, the thing is though that <laughs> they, can, they they still like the fans there still respect the heels and everything yeah. for being bad guys. Or even now you can't even respect the heels for being bad guys. It's like Seamus trolling out there. I'm bad. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> I'm <Hate> so <laughs> bad. <laughs> you, you don't you don't you don't get that kind of thing in in NXT. Like you you get them. Having a reason for disliking someone, a reason mm-hmm. for hating on someone, even if it's dumb, it doesn't need to. It doesn't need even to be a great reason. Even, but even if it's stupid, it's still fun. Yeah, it's still fun, and that's that was kind of my reasoning to why I like Zack Ryder. Yeah, he's over the top goofy, but he's still entertaining. He's not stupid. He's goofy. Yeah. Whereas we have a bunch of characters who aren't goofy; they're being stupid. And it's Absolutely, a, and it's a fine line between that, and they have to they have to find that balance. Ryback is stupid. <laughs> Ryback is stupid. The Miz is stupid. Our truth is borderline. I no. Our truth is the only character that is stupid and works because you can't have too many of those. <laughs> He's the only one that you're just like, yeah, that, that's our that's that's our truth. Uh, I'll run down SmackDown real quick here. Uh, you know, it's it's it sucks that we're going out on 2015 on such a like sour note. Uh, but we do have positive things to look forward to. The Rumble's always good. Rumble's always... If you're going to watch two, a couple pay-per-views a year, yeah. you watch Mania and you watch the Rumble. If you yeah. miss everything else, fine. But if, don't miss those If two. you've got a third one, SummerSlam. Yeah. If you want to check in. But yeah. it's not necessarily going to be the best one, but stuff will be going on if you want to check in. Anyways, uh, New Day uh, brings the, uh, the WWE Universe their resolutions. Uh, of course, they're, they're butthurt. That they did not receive the Slammy for <laughs> Best Tag Team of the Year. Uh, so this is their re- list of resolutions, uh, as it were. Each and every member of the WWE Universe will be made to wear glasses and hearing aids. Uh, the WWE Universe will be required to keep a New Day journal to record their smorgasbord of greatness, assuming they know how to write. The WWE Universe uh, must have a spirit in their booty and a song in their heart. And the song is New Day Rocks. So Callisto comes running out. Uh, versus the three of these guys, because Sinkara is obviously in the sling, as we mentioned. Uh, and they're they're there to defend the Usos. They come out to defend the Usos as the tag team of the year, showing that they are humble uh, in their own accomplishments. <laughs> I don't know. It seems weird that... Anyways. Uh, oh, also, uh, the, you know, New Day's, of course, done up with New Year's Eve regalia. They have hats with really? the horns on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was, of course, probably filmed the Tuesday after Raw, but it aired uh, New Year's Eve night. So... Callisto's going to fight the uh, the New Day, of course. That's uh, that's a three versus one. So the Dudley Boys, why not uh, come out that's a to, really to help weird. out Callisto against the New Day? Sure. Uh, Tyler Breeze and Summer then come out, uh, and they they have a big announcement to make. Uh, so they're they're hyping this announcement. They're talking about how 2015 was this. You know, it was a big. Do you remember the dress? Was it was it blue and black? Was it gold and white? Who knows. Uh, you know, isn't that crazy that the elections got well? All that, all this garbage, and they're really hyping. They have this announcement. Their announcement is they are going separate ways. Tyler Breeze and Summer are, are breaking are no longer going to be a, t- a team. What? You seem really upset by this. It doesn't make any sense because they, they seem to fit so well. 
going nowhere, but sh- I going going sure. nowhere. But their personalities actually fit because Summer was always portraying that personality, uh, but didn't but didn't have someone else to share it with. Like so, Rusev. So as they were known, uh, their their couple name was Summer Breeze. I don't know if you. Yeah. That's, I like that, but that's no Summer. The Summer Breeze is gone. They're, that's over. So uh, Goldust wow. fights Tyler Breeze, and uh, Tyler Breeze wins that match against poor old Goldust. Backstage, Bodalis is uh, wandering around giving out some re revolutions, revolutions. He encounters oh. Curtis Axel, who's in a suit drinking out of a red solo cup, uh, who still believes that he's in the Royal Rumble. Curtis Axel thinks he, for a year, has been in the Royal Rumble. Holy crap! We need more Curtis Axel. He's he's so good. Anyways. Uh, Axel vows to make it uh, to WrestleMania. Dallas go, uh, goes on to sign some girl's hand before running into Dolph Ziggler. Uh, he tries to hand out a revolution to Ziggler, but the latter doesn't accept it and uh, challenges Dallas to a match before telling him to believe. But, like, bullies him. Like, just kind of, like, puts him down. Like, you, I felt bad for Bo Dallas because he just, just starts yelling in his face and being this obnoxious clown. When Bo Dallas was really just going around, again, being a goofy character, that, no matter how you feel about the guy, kind of works. Like... Unfortunately, I don't know if that character needs to be changed altogether or what has to happen with him uh, to make f- him work, but... Do you feel we have too many of those? Uh, of course. I, I think there's too many of them and none of them stand out, so they're almost like in a class of their own. Like, there's no there's no that character. There's no Bo Dallas, R-Truth, Zack Ryder. There's no that guy who's on a level with a title picture. I think is the problem. There's no king of the clowns, so to speak. So they're, they're kind of they're kind of the third wheel. Yeah. No. They're, when they show up, they're but, a joke. But, yeah. But they're, that's, yeah. That's what I mean. So when they show up, they show up for five seconds during, we'll say, in, 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 maybe in a, even in a title picture. Yeah. But they show up for five seconds to be that third wheel immediately. Never get, taken seriously. Never taken yeah. seriously. Get outed. Yep. And that's it. Yep. When they show up, you know nothing meaningful will happen with the character, uh, which is something. You know, a lot of other characters. That's really unfortunate. I felt bad for Bo Dallas in the segment because, again, I don't like Ziggler and the way he puts him down and bullies him and yells in his face, like, to Bo leave. And, and Bo Dallas is just standing there with this, like, upset look on his face. He was just trying to have a good time. I'm like, I hope Bo Dallas kicks Ziggler's ass because that'll happen. Uh, the Usos then versus the Wyatt family, which in this case is uh, Luke Harper and Braun Strowman. Uh, they fight for a while and then uh, Braun Strowman, uh, you know, does his bear hug thing and one of the Usos pa- passes out. In this recap I have in front of me, it doesn't specify which Uso. It literally says one of the Usos. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I thought it was, for the longest time, I thought it was Jimmy and John. It's Jimmy and Jay. Even well, John though, is the real life yeah. because of Total Divas. So it'll mess you up, right? Uh, Brie Bella and Alicia Fox then fight Naomi and Tamina. Tamina actually did something? Uh, well, she lost to Brie Bella and Alicia Fox. Uh, so that's kind of a bummer. Well, is this the first time we've seen Alicia Fox in a long time? Kind of. I think she had concussion issues or something like that. Oh, did she? Yeah. At some point, I don't know. I'll, I'll fully admit I, I, I couldn't. Have they get the win so. on SmackDown to keep them <laughs> relevant. Uh, Bo Dallas and Dolph Ziggler fight. Guess what? Dolph Ziggler wins with a super kick to Bo Dallas's face. They fought for quite a while. It was not a bad match, to be completely honest. Ziggler, for as much as I dislike him, is you could. If you need 15 minutes of a wrestling match, Ziggler's far from the worst you could pick for that. <laughs> uh, the main event of this was Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens and Sheamus. Uh, Ambrose defeats Kevin Owens and Sheamus via DQ in this match. Um, if you if you want to know exactly how that went down, basically the end came as uh, Reigns was lining up for a spear on Sheamus. Owens interrupted the spear by pulling Reigns into the ring post. A beatdown ensues, causing a DQ. That's it. 
Not even like uh, someone pulls out a kendo stick or puts someone through a table or the the League of Nations runs out. It's just it's really it's, it's a technical DQ because you're it's, cheating. It's, 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 a, it's, a, <laughs> so, it's a cop out non finish. Yes, exactly. Uh, afterwards, Owens and Sheamus beat up Reigns a bit before uh, Ambrose interrupts. Owens super kicks Ambrose and sets him up for a power bomb through the announce table. Reigns, uh, who is being forced to watch via Sheamus, uh, escapes Sheamus's grasp from Superman punches Owens. Sheamus is speared soon after. Uh, Ambrose stand tall at the end of the final SmackDown of 2015. This was the last wrestling thing that came out for 2015. That was Ambrose and Roman Reigns standing tall over the tag team of Kevin Owens and James. <laughs> and that was the the last SmackDown on Sci-Fi, I guess. And uh, it goes to USA next week. And again, I I liked the structure of the show more. I like seeing the lesser uh, the lesser guys get get their time to either talk or wrestle longer matches. Having Luke Harper and Braun Strowman in a match instead of having have to kick it back to Bray uh, or even have to have Eric Rowan involved. In he was there at ringside. He just yeah. wasn't. He was just there. Uh, not having to kick it back to Bray, I think, is nice. I like I like Luke Harper as a wrestler. Uh, you know, otherwise, it is what it is. There's That's SmackDown. That's 2015. That's wrestling. Do you think that SmackDown will be better now that it's on USA Network? Better? What does that mean? <laughs> More of a complete show. More of a, more of a complete show. The, well, the problem with wrestling is uh, is consistency, right? Month to month consistency. It's it's you're buying in for the the season, so to speak. Except it's you know instead of being over the course of a year, it's in these little month packages. Here are the list of stories. Do you like any of them? And will they keep you watching? SmackDown kind of boils that down in the way NXT does. Like we only have this much time, so we can only show you this. This is what's important. Raw doesn't have that. Raw, you can watch for an hour and a half, you know, in the middle of it somewhere. Like, let's say you watch the first hour of Raw, and then hour two to two and a half is is garbage. Like, none of it matters. It, it's the stuff that doesn't get shown on the on the SmackDown recaps. Yeah, uh, that will really bum you out and kind of burn you out on the wrestling product at large. I I find when I used to watch what what seldom wrestling I watched during the Attitude Era when I was allowed to or my parents were out. Uh, wrestling was not cool in my house. I don't know what that was about since there was. I got lots of grand. That, that, that's okay. Yeah. I was I, I was allowed to watch wrestling, but for some reason I couldn't watch Simpsons. I don't know. Simpsons is bad, man. I don't know. Those, those yellow bastards. Uh, <laughs> so when I did catch it, uh, if I caught the first hour of Raw when it would set up that like Austin's like Austin's going to show up, and you you knew that it's going to be anywhere over the course of the next three hours, and that. Maybe I only have half an hour to watch this, and I see the setup, and I see the recaps of what happened last week. I'm like, oh my god, I hope this happens while I'm watching. And then something happens, you have to go to bed, or, you know, homework, whatever it was, and you didn't get to see the resolution. Could you imagine, like, now look at what what you had set up here. Vince McMahon's in jail, what's going to happen with him and Roman Reigns? Do you give, like, you might as well just go to sleep and look at a tweet later to see what happened. That's as much as you're invested in what's happening. Um Compared to again, it's it's unfair to keep comparing it to that old product, and maybe it comes down to something as simple as the creative freedom of PG thirteen, uh, that you can be a little more violent and and let that kind of speak for itself rather than have to. Well, you, you can be more violent, but the minute, minute like blood happens, note you're done. The minute anything borderline happens, it's really. I'm not saying for the realism. I'm oh. just saying on like uh, at some level, some of these characters are not as cerebral as others, and they're meatheads. Oh, yes, and yes. like just a savage beating is going to talk more than Ryback with a microphone in his hand burping into it. That's dumb. Well, that's also the fault of Vince McMahon, considering he he far more enjoys having 
meatheads yeah. and larger guys than guys who can perform in the ring. I'm sure I'm sure like, Kevin, Kevin Owens isn't a favorite of Vince McMahon. If Big Show came out and all those guys jobbed to him, like he just beat the crap out of everyone, yeah. and he gets to Ryback, and Ryback just like, he does the thing where he exposes his nipples, and you know it's go time, <laughs> and then just, just attacked him, like, word, wordlessly, just like, this is on, and then, you know what, you can bring that back at Rumble, you can make them have a few matches leading up to that, so when either those two guys end up head-to-head at Rumble, it's a little tiny story that means, I don't know, there's, you're never, with with this huge cast of characters, you should not seem like you're written in such a corner, that you can't find interesting things for these characters to do with one another. It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's probably the worst part. Is that, like, you have such a more robust roster of characters, and you can't make them work. You can't... So, some of these conflicts write themselves. Like you could just pick any two guys and make it and make it happen. You're you're you're, ba- you're basically taking a simulator, popping in names and letting it flow, yeah. letting it go. In WWE 2K16, I do this every week on Saturday Night Action Fighting GP, mm-hmm. uh, where I make up my own rivalries and things. In this, this is my favorite part of this game is just simulating uh, my own WWE universe in which I've inserted uh, characters from pop culture and video games, and uh, it's it's entertaining as hell. Uh, just to see see how that that stuff works, and to th- just write it down in a journal. And I'm not saying I can do better. Uh, I'm just saying that I don't know. I think right now you are. If I was a professional, <laughs> I would at least you know. It's that's a good a good trap to get caught in. To just like look at the the product and think that you could sit at a table and make it make it better. So I apologize for saying that, but <laughs> you got me going is what I'm trying to say. But. That's where we leave wrestling. And, you know, I have it's been two years since I've been back into wrestling and watching it full-time. I, I missed a lot of the middle part. When, when I see Randy Orton with hair, I freak out. I've never known him see, to have was, hair. That was, that was my heyday. Yeah. That was my heyday when I can remember him having hair. He was, he was the, like the new kid on the block. Yeah. And Triple H had brought everyone together for evolution. Mm-hmm. You know, Flair, Batista, Orton, and H. Yeah. And I, was, and I, and I bought in. And then uh, Mike and I, we yeah. had our favorites. I think we both like we both had a respect I, I I and a like for Triple H, but he liked Batista. I liked Orton. And we both liked Flair, and it was just this awesome stable. And then, really, that's when he went. That's when he grew into his own. Mm. And looking at him now, and and and, and kind of like cause I, I took that, that gap. Or I think it was a two three year gap from when I stopped watching. It was like twenty twelve or something. Yeah, maybe even earlier than before that, and. <laughs> Seeing seeing young Orton and Orton now, just what a difference. Like it kind of freaks yeah. me out how this this smaller, lanky guy became really athletic, moderately fit, no hair, tattoos, and and, and, and can be a ring general. Yeah. And it, it really it really has brought me kind of back to looking at Orton again. As as one of the top players. Unfortunately he gets hurt a lot. I, I think he's like the almost done, right? Like he can't he can't go. Every time I hear about his injury, it sounds like kind of a like they need to figure out something to do with Randy Orton because this is it, which is like a sad. Realize there's a lot of guys like that right now. It's like Tyson Kidd. Is he done forever? Probably. Daniel Bryan. That guy's looking at a you know a trainer or an announcer job, and he's pro- as far as the WWE is concerned, he's probably done. Um, maybe take one bump along the road for some heat against someone. I don't know. Uh, well, I I think uh, I think we just got an unofficial update. About, oh, just, like just now about Tyson <laughs> Kidd? No, I think it was like yesterday. Uh, yeah, because it was uh, 
Oh, what did, what did it say here? He needs that thing from Dark Knight Rises where he just puts it on his leg, or in this case, his neck, and just hits it against a stone wall in his house <laughs> and just resets it. And seven years later, he's good to go. He could have done that at any point, but he was waiting for Cesaro to be ready and for the best tag team of all time uh, to come in. What do you, what do you well, got? Apparently, it is, uh, he spoke, well, Natalia spoke about the injury, and basically, it sounds like the hardest part for him isn't his neck. Like, it wasn't even, like, a report on his injury itself and the, and the status of it. It's psychosis. It was a fact of that he misses his friends a lot. Aw. And he misses, he misses the road. You see it on Total Divas, though, a lot, and I think a lot of people have a respect for that guy, and he's, he's been there so long that I think having him backstage, even, uh, a lot of people would say they miss him. Just, like, from what I can gather, that that was a dude that you, you see people talking to all the time. Like, he's... You know... If, if if he did, he's a bigger he's a bigger deal than what you see in the ring. That if, guy to the company, I think. If he did actually like, it was it Natalia's was, the same way. If it was yeah. if it was taken that he's now done, yeah, like he is done. Throw that guy a contract for developmental. Oh yeah, he is a coach. Honest, honestly, he is completely underrated when it comes to technical ability. Yeah, top notch. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, maybe not character he's tight. Yeah. But top notch in re- wrestling ability, yep. and he knows everything inside and out. I mean, he was he was trained. Cody's kind of the same way when you think about it. Like he like as far as getting a character to stick, eh, but everybody like that guy's got ability. Well, that was, the, bummer, that, that was right? the same thing for uh, for NXT right now. And uh, well, I don't I can't remember his real name, but Albert. Okay, Albert. Albert. <laughs> he uh, he was form- formerly known like TNA, like like test test in uh, in Albert, which for Stratus. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 He. Uh, I looked it up. He's the internet. He was he, he, great. Great for ability, but much like him, again, much like them. You're talking about Matt Bloom. Yes. Okay. Thank you. He started with an M, but I was saying Mike, but it's in, I'm like no, Mike is not yeah. his name. Uh, that guy's always in everybody's face. <laughs> there. He's really. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. he has to be. But because he's working working with William Regal, he's really yeah. the. The two guys who run the show there, wrestling and then like, talent and ability wise mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I think when it comes to characters, I don't think he really is the guy you'd want to talk to. I think William Regal is more of that kind of guy. But I think when it comes to what you're doing in ring, yeah, and what you're doing wrong and if doing you want right, a good critical analysis. He is yeah. the guy who will tell you what you're doing right that and you wrong. Suck. Yeah, basically, and he's not afraid to tell you that either. Yeah. I. I think you get glimpses of him until Divas and uh, and stuff like uh, what is it Tough Enough as well, uh, where he it, it's like tough love with that guy. Like you'll see someone not tuck their head and like basically concuss themselves on the mat, and he's not like oh you effed up again. He's always asking if they're all right. Do they need to take a break? Like yeah. he, he understands. Yeah, we got on a weird tangent. How did we get here? Why not? Let's uh, let's talk about 2015 as a whole before we wrap this thing up. Uh, we we posed the question. Uh, we post our, our, hey, give us topics and stuff for the end of the year, and we uh, we got one back from Andrew, not you, of course. You, we didn't ask ourselves <laughs> questions. Uh, Andrew W., who asks, which superstar diva has fallen the furthest from grace since the start of 2015? Uh, who who has taken the biggest dive? I know who I know who mine is. <laughs> I know who mine is, too. I just feel bad saying it. Cause I, I, it's Sasha Banks. I think it's Sasha Banks. Not and not her fault though, and not not her NXT personality. You're talking about just her WWE yes. having so much promise coming in and being hyped with the Divas Revolution, and the, and, and, and that she has I, gone nowhere. But then, <laughs> but then not being put in a situation to do anything. No, and, but then that, that's why that's why I mean through 
no fault of her own. Yeah. Because she's not being put in a position to be successful. Yeah. She's shown on TV like once every month, two months, and expected to do something with it. When you not even not even given mic time, I think I think this last po- this past Raw was the only time when she was given any amount of mic time. Yeah, that was more than like ten seconds. So, yeah, like her transition screaming, screaming unity. The best way to look at it is like a TV actor going Hollywood, right? Like how well they're utilized. Someone who's you know a leading man or woman on a television show goes to movies and becomes a character actor for the rest of their career. Look at uh, Lisa Kudrow from Friends as as just a, a an example I'll throw out there. You see her a lot. She's in one of the biggest sitcoms of all time. That's a really interesting. Comparison. Anyone from Seinfeld. <laughs> Anyways, I made my point. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, 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 if we're let's say that we're ranking them on a scale from one to ten, Sasha came in at a five and has has done nothing to move the, move the meter. I mean, yeah. I mean Becky, Becky Lynch has gone up. Charlotte's gone up. So I was not around uh, for his initial. What, whether it was good or bad, like I wasn't around for it, but I got some bad news for Wade Barrett because that dude. So he came back and he had a gimmick that people like the bad news gimmick, to my understanding. Since yeah. I've known him, he stood at a podium once uh, and he was never bad news Barrett. He was just Wade Barrett. Yeah. Then he won the King of the Ring and proceeded to lose every single one of his matches uh, of note. Has done nothing but lose in high profile matches, winning, of course, his 50 50 booking, the odd jobber match here and there. Uh, when, when, when he's on a tag team or something like that, he's made to look powerful. Has and now injured himself. Like if that dude was a six, he's a, a two or a three. So when you look at someone like Ryback that we talked about earlier, uh, when you look at some of the divas and stuff like that, like you know, if again if we're using this scale, if Ryback came into the year at a seven or an eight, he's maybe dropped to a six. That dude's on TV week in week out and gets a pop when he shows up, even if he's burping into a microphone. Uh, so that dude, I think, is still he he's not quite gone. Wade Barrett is is damaged goods and needs a complete reworking if we're ever going to buy into this character again. And, like, King of the Ring's just done. Like, King of the Ring is the DDT of, of titles <laughs> where it means nothing. There's nothing behind it. You're going to kick out of it and you're going to lose every one of your matches. That's silly. Um, so my my vote goes to, to Wade Barrett. And I think that's amplified by the fact that uh, my wife Krista likes him. Like, likes him as a... Wants, like, I do too. Likes the look of him. Like, he's a tall, strong-looking... Mofo, uh, and it's just like nothing. He's been handed bullshit all year, man. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Wade, but I think yeah. Lee has some bad news for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, other than that, I mean, everybody else, I wouldn't say anyone's above or below where they started the year at. Maybe Kane got a little more of a push in 2015, coming back as the demon. Uh, one of my favorite moments was when he pulled Seth Rollins into the ring. It was so stupid uh, that I was just like, yeah, <laughs> that's. If this is going to happen every week with Seth Rollins, it's way better than what we usually get. Uh, where it's just like 20 minutes of talking followed by a good wrestling match with a DQ end. Yeah. If it's going to be a good wrestling match followed by a man being pulled into the ring, <laughs> uh, that's that's all right with me. I liked at TLC, I liked Roman Reigns snapping on Triple H. I thought that was a believable moment and I, I liked Roman Reigns in that moment. I thought it was cool. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge mark for The Undertaker. So like anything with Undertaker doesn't Kind of just goes off Doesn't over my you. head. Yeah. No, but I like Brock Lesnar, so I like seeing him kick ass across 2015. <laughs> he could. Dudley's to me again is kind of another thing that's kind of over my head. Like I'm like, yeah, I remember those guys. They like tables, but past that, that's not a big pop for me. Um, I don't. I don't know. 
Ric Flair's the same. Because, like, again, I didn't watch wrestling during a lot of the formative years of my life. Like, it yeah. was just in the background. So, like, all these legends popping up is very... Because I might, I might go, I'll go a little off... Off, That's all I can remember. Off, off, if you off, have off the beaten path, yeah. If you have better better moments, let me know because I. Uh, That's it. Because I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I want to say some like, cause, uh, I don't know. It's 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 all it's all one big mess. The the Cena Open challenges were great. We got some great matches got, out of there. I got, I, got, I got some great things for Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Yet every time I think of Dean, I always think of him achieving this great status. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, let's just put the Intercontinental title aside because I think right now that's very deserved. Yeah, but I think again for him that's very that's that's, that's something beneath him because he, he's been getting pushed and he has more notoriety than Roman Reigns. But Roman Reigns gets put above him. Yeah, so because he's I, not I, in the I, right I, character type. I, I just get really <laughs> so every, every time I think of my greatest moments, I think of man like Dean Ambrose and uh, in any match really. In any match, he always goes above and beyond, and I and, I, and I'm, even though it might be a little stagnant, I'm still entertained by it. Yeah, and I can put I can put his name out there while thinking of any of his ma- any of his matches during the year, but yet I'm just pulled back by he doesn't get a push. He's just yeah. that, that mid Carter. I can I can equate him to a guy like like in the '90s, like I'm not no personality difference, but Val Venus, a guy who always did everything he was asked, did mm-hmm. great things in the ring, but is always put in his place and yeah. never going to go anywhere. But you need a certain amount of those guys too, right? Like you need them at every level, though. Yeah. And I think what we were getting at is that there are very few guys that can hang on that level. Uh, as, uh, but unfortunately, believable with the crowd. But yeah. unfortunately, the wrong people get put in that position. Yes, absolutely. Again and again. <laughs> so. um, though, if I had to choose my top moments of the year, it's going to go the John. Even though I don't like John Cena, yeah, the Invitational was fantastic. Yep. That was a, that was a thing to bring back legitimacy to the title. Yep. To a title, even doesn't matter what title it is. Legend- Stakes were always high, and the matches were always good. So, what more could you really ask for? Seth Rollins winning the title. Sure. My defense behind that is because we got a, we got a champion that's going to be there week in and week out. Yep. And even though he's annoying, he's being paid to be annoying. He's being paid for us to hate him. Yep. And no matter what, we knew a certain a, a certain level. You have to of- be worried about his return. You have to be worried that they blow it. And that's another thing I'm very afraid of is because when, if, they, if he comes back, I want him back as a face. I said that last. Oh, week. absolutely! And no, was, if he comes I'll, back I'll to the now. same schlock, like it, be, it would be like no, no deal. And like, I, and, I, and I could buy more into it. And I know this is kind of sacrilegious to his character, but seeing Ambrose or Reigns go heel, they'd both be far more believable as heels because they're a little unstable. Well, but they're on a team with, with one another. So the only thing that hurts is their believability teaming up with the Usos and other face teams constantly. But would it? Because like, if they're still pitted against the authority, be, turning heel doesn't mean you join the authority. That's no. the problem with the universe, I think, at large right now, is that if you're a heel, you're aligned with the management, which yeah. is why they should kind of go away at, at a certain point. Uh, I think it'd be for the best. But, yeah, man, fair enough. Like... Yeah, he's got to come back. There's, there's a lot. There's, it's just really hard for me to pick stuff out this year because it was so much negative, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then so much, and then, and then so much that was just acceptable. So many high points followed by no follow up, no, no rebuttal. Like time and again, every time it was like there was a reason to get excited, there was an equal reason to stop watching immediately for the for the next three weeks, and uh, that was the story of all of 2015, as far as I'm concerned, is that they could never. The, the one time they followed up with the hype was TLC following up with Roman Reigns winning the title. And even then, they were already waning on well, what we they get, had. We, we, we get the awesome run SmackDown 
in UK, right? Yeah. They did the back-to-back. Those were great events. But you knew they were going to be great events. You know, if you're going to watch something, that's what to watch. It's, it's like yeah. when, you're, when you're wanting to watch a pay-per-view, what are you going to watch? Are you going to watch Mania? Or are you going to watch... Um, Fastlane. <laughs> Fastlane. Yeah. Or are you going to watch... Elimination uh, Chamber. Oh, the winner are... gets handed the IC title from Daniel Bryan. And the last time <laughs> he will ever be seen on television. Um, I, I that's That's it. I think that's the podcast in a nutshell. Sad... Sad times. It's 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 a really it's a really depressing week in wrestling. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I look forward to SmackDown this week. USA, mm-hmm. new announcer, new lead announcer. Something something should go down. You something, would hope. something has to happen to kick it off. And something also I, I forgot to mention during uh, Cena's going to be on there apparently. Raw. Yeah, Lillian Garcia wasn't there. She lost her voice the night before. In Winnipeg. No. I was, I, no. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to figure out why why she wasn't there. Yeah. So Fozzie concert. She, she no. apparently she apparently lost her voice. Oh. <laughs> Without I, knowing why, it's kind of a non-story. She's just like she's sick. No, I just, yeah. I just found it interesting because she's been she's been back and she's been at, at every every mm-hmm. raw and then mysteriously she's gone. And I, I I'm, I'm like well, it's really weird that she wouldn't be there and they wouldn't like say it'd be cool if like Michael Cole wasn't there. Like for a stretch stretch of time where he like went missing. Uh, <laughs> ever ever since the whole PG era started, they it, cut to him it, like just on vacation in Hawaii with a, a green screen like Kane. Remember Kane was on vacation? Yeah, there's my top moment of 2015 when Kane got a vacation. I I, I second the motion. <laughs> that, was, that was the best. <laughs> Anyways, uh, as always, you can reach the podcast by commenting anywhere you've seen it posted. You can subscribe to us on iTunes to make sure you don't miss a podcast, whether it be this one or one of the other fine podcasts we have on TurnbaseAttack.com. You can reach me at Lee at TurnbaseAttack.com. Our, uh, our Twitter handle is the same. Andrew will eventually be getting a Sultans of, uh, of Slam specific thing made up. No rush, of course. The, ho- the holidays has, yeah. has kept me busy. The holidays no, absolutely. There, there's no rush as long as people have some way of reaching us, but that... That is the Sultans of Alright. That was you? Yeah. Are you vibrating? Uh, one sound check. Hello, Andrew. What? This is the sound check. Hi. It's Austin. What? It's Austin. What? It's Austin. What? <laughs>